successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. I'm your host on 980 AM and on GrillNationShow.com. Appreciate you listening as well today on Stitcher Radio and iTunes Radio uh, via podcast been a great week here in kansas city i hope you're enjoying the spring weather and i'm hoping that the royals start winning baseball games it'd be nice wouldn't it um on today's show uh first off let me uh let me thank our partners and supporters of grill nation before we get to our guests for today the title sponsors of the show are trust mo bank bok financial two west advisors and ryan rink also guest contributors and guest host of the show are the rieger kc jay rieger and co can see Power and Light District and Reactor Design Studios and Clifton Alexander. I also want to thank Ryan Maybe for joining me uh, every other month as a guest host and Clifton Alexander for joining me every month as a co-host. Also, uh, Clifton and I played golf the other day. Uh, he's a pretty good golfer, too, if you ever see him out there on the golf course from Reactor Design Studios. On today's show, we are going to start off with Emily Brewer, who is... Uh, the sister, twin sister of, of my better half and girlfriend, Elizabeth Kennedy, who we've had on the show uh, almost three years ago, actually two and a half years ago, uh, in December of 2014 to talk about fashioncolumntwins.com. Uh, since then, they have launched a spinoff uh, apparel company off of that brand, which they started, and, and we went through the process. We'll go through that again today, called Locally. The website is shopthelocally.com. Um, I want to talk today with Emily about kind of how they grew their uh, online following and social media following and also talk about what they're doing in uh, apparel and in uh, e-commerce these days as well as wholesale and really kind of dive into the manufacturing process and the ups and downs of running a business like this in the fashion world. And so Emily will be joining me real briefly after I get to our next guest introduction, which will be on segments three and four today. We will have on Ava Z. I cannot pronounce her last name, and she will pronounce it for us in the interview. She is calling in from Poland today. She lives in New York City, and uh, she is the founder of Poetry Unites, and Poetry Unites has come to the heartland. It's in Kansas this year, and uh, thanks to the generous sponsorship of ULIG LLC, and Poetry Unites is open to all Kansas residents. It is a statewide essay contest and documentary film project that is dedicated to discovering and celebrating the power of poetry in the lives of ordinary Kansans. This is uh, going to be a really cool interview. Ava is a very interesting person and deep thinker, and she has a love of everything, literature and poetry. And we're going to break down the, the poetry contest, uh, which there's more information at poetryunites.org, and also really kind of get to know her and uh, what has inspired her throughout her life and, and what poems have inspired her. Uh, this series has been through Europe. Uh, it's been all throughout Europe. It's been in New York City. And 
we're lucky to have it uh, in Kansas. And so Unites is the, .org is the website again. And Ava Z will be joining me from Poland over the phone in segments three and four today. Again, you can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. And the website for the show, again, is grillnationshow.com, where you can find all of our podcasts, guests, photos of our guests, and information about our partners and supporters. So I appreciate you joining me again today. We're on over 100 shows now. I think this is 102. And so, uh, everyone, thank you for listening and joining us every week. Okay, our first guest today is Emily Brewer, uh, one of the Fashion Column twins, uh, alongside Elizabeth Kennedy. Two sisters who began building a website and writing about fashion many years ago. The website originally is fashioncolumntwins.com. Also, they have shopthelocally.com. Emily, how are you today? Good. How are you? Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you, um, too. You look nice today. I'm oh, glad that you got dressed up for the <laughs> <did>. studio. <laughs> Just for this. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about uh, your background uh, with you and Elizabeth and kind of what kind of convinced you to start a blog. Okay, um, I guess we we started Fashion Column Twins, which is our blog, um, several years ago. Were you guys out of college? Or? We were, um, yes, we were out of college. I think it was like a year after we um, graduated at K-State. Mm-hmm. And um, we both just really loved fashion, and we wanted to kind of create an opportunity for us to, to get into fashion um, while living in the Midwest because it's kind of hard to do that. Back then it was even harder, I it think. It was, yeah. Um, it's, it's it's getting better now. But, yeah, back when we graduated college, it was, it was really difficult. You either had to move to New York or L.A., and neither of us were willing to do that. So mm-hmm. um, blogs were becoming popular, and I was working for a magazine at the time, and I, I kind of wrote their online blog, and, and so – I was like, let's start a blog, a fashion blog. And Elizabeth was like, what's that? <laughs> and she had a, a degree in apparel marketing, right? Yes, yes. Okay. So she has an apparel marketing degree. I have a PR degree. So it kind of worked out um, mm-hmm. when we started this. And um, we first just started out taking photos of what we would wear um, because both of us are really into shopping, as you know. <laughs> we love to shop. And you have love kind of fashion. different styles yeah Elizabeth, similar but different yeah Elizabeth's more like boho um and I'm kind of more of like the classic style um so it was it was kind of fun for us to you know photograph what we would wear and just and tell people where where to buy it yeah and this is when kind of Instagram and Facebook and, and social media was kind of just kind of beginning yeah. right yeah and so you started doing that you started writing uh about different looks and whatnot, and mm-hmm. that continued. You also had some newspaper-type stuff you did, uh, columns, correct? Yes, so we did. Um, we lived in Lawrence at the time, and so we started writing a, I think it was a weekly column, mm-hmm. or it might have been monthly, I can't remember, but um, a fashion column for the Lawrence Journal World. I actually saw that um, many moons ago. I was at <laughs> some store. In Kansas oh. City, I can't remember, and they had an article about it. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe I was in Kansas or Lawrence. I yeah. have no idea, but I remember seeing your all's uh, photo together. Yeah, this yeah. is way before I knew you guys. Was it? Yeah, interesting. Really weird. <laughs> um, so you did that, and um, that website is Fashion Column Twins. Now you've you've still done a little bit of that, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. still write. We still do our blog, and, and it's actually mainly on social media. We post on Instagram daily. Um, because now blogs are kind of moving towards just 
people looking at your social media accounts. So looking at Instagram to see what you wear and looking mm-hmm. at Facebook to see what you wear. So we're kind of working. Columns that. Aren't, aren't, aren't happening as much. anymore. N- not as much. I mean, blogs are, most people just go to social media to find inspiration and mm-hmm. fashion inspiration, things like that, instead of going to an actual blog. Yeah. And you guys have been on television a lot. Yeah. So we, you, you used the, you, you grew the, the blog and then you started getting, asked yes. to be on local TV and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah, it was when we were still living in Lawrence and working on the blog, we were approached by a producer at KCTV5, and they asked us to come on um, and do a fashion segment. And so from there on, we we continue to do segments. And then the Legends, um, we do fashion segments for Legends outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of snowballed into so many different opportunities for us, which, which is, is great. Is really which, great. Is, yeah. which is uh, why I think... It's good to kind of put yourself out there and write and share, share yes. your inspiration because yeah. then potentially you could, you could exactly. grow your business and, yeah. and uh, do more TV. We we really um, use it kind of as like an online. It's an online portfolio for what you can create. So even if you know it's something that you are passionate about, I would definitely recommend doing something like that. We're talking to Emily Brewer today with FashionColumnTwins.com as well as ShopTheLocally.com. After the break, I really want to break down uh, the new adventure you've taken with ShopTheLocally.com. You're listening to Grill Nation on 980 AM. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill, 980 AM and on talk980am.com. Appreciate you listening as well today on Stitcher and iTunes podcast. Um, we are talking to Emily Brewer, who's one of the founders of fashioncolumntwins.com, as well as uh, the new venture that the twins have taken on, shopthelocally.com. Emily and her sister Elizabeth um, are the principals of Local E. Uh, they're all over social media. Just search for at uh, is it shop the locally? Yeah, shop the locally. Shop the locally on Instagram and Facebook, uh, and then if you want to go back and and look at some of the work they've done, uh, growing their original blog, it's Fashion Calm Twins. So Emily, tell us about why you decided to start a uh, e-commerce business, wholesale fashion uh, apparel industry business uh, locally. Well, um, Elizabeth and I have been wanting to do this for a long time, and we actually attempted to do it when we um, first graduated college, but we didn't really know what we were doing. And Mm -hmm. so it's something that we've always wanted to do. It's always been on our radar, but um, it never was really the right time. Um, And so we just started the blog back then and then realized, oh, well, I think that we can do do this now. And and there are just a lot more opportunities, again, like I said, in the Midwest now than there were back Mm -hmm. then. Back then, uh, as far as high-end clothing went it was baldwin but they were standard yeah. style back then yeah and then matt and i was actually when i got back from the la uh marathon matt and his wife were on the flight with me oh really uh back because they go to la like every other week now, oh yeah i think and so they were kind of it and mm-hmm. they were going out there years in the mid-2000s to get clothes and yeah. yada yada but now there is a lot more competition out there yeah. there's a lot more local brands there are a ton of local brands right but now. you guys enter kind of Oh, right when that kind of yeah. starting to take off. Sort of at the beginning, um, when we first started, there weren't you know a ton of local brands. Now there are quite a few. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now there are you know 
there's manufacturing in Kansas City that's kind of starting back up again, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't necessarily have to, again, live in New York or L.A. to do something like this, um, which is great. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's just it's been something we've been wanting to do for a long time. And I'm just glad. That and local E is a play on uh, it's a local business and you're in the E. It stands up for the sisters yes. names. Yeah. Is that right. Grimley and Elizabeth. And we. Yeah, we wanted it to be all about local, like embracing your your city or your sports team or, you know, your neighborhood. So that's sort of what the brand is all about. Mm-hmm. And your iconic shirt that separated you from kind of just another company was the sequence. So yeah, tell us we, about how that came about. Um. Well, I like, you know, kind of bold things and and sparkly things and so we thought we could do something kind of different than a screen print um, more of an applique design which is what we do and so we found a manufacturer who um, creates these handmade sequin um, patches for us and they've been really popular in Kansas City we've moved into you know a few other markets as well um, so yeah that kind of our our signature sequins um, design is really what sets us, sets us up. You see a lot of uh, those, and that is at shopthelocally.com if you want to look at kind of what we're talking about. Uh, Kansas City is in sequins, and you've done other ones with uh, colors in Kansas, uh, different different uh, states as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you guys, did you focus more on e-commerce, or did you do more wholesale? Well, which, um, which, which kind of your niche here? Do you do at, both, or how does that work? At the beginning, we did a lot of wholesale, and then, um, you know, with with a, the competition, it's becoming a little bit harder to do, so now we're kind of focusing more on um, e-commerce and, um, you know, just selling directly through our website and also selling it at different shows that we go to. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you guys going to ramp that up more this year? Are you going to... Because I know you've done some local shows. Yeah, the first um, year of our business, we kind of did like every show just to see what works. And I think that's important to do just to see what works for you and what what doesn't work And those are always a crapshoot too because you don't know what the weekend's going to be like. You could be placed in a terrible location. Exactly. And if you're right on the the cusp of the floor and everyone has to walk by your booth, you're going to have a way better day. Yeah. Yeah. So you just never know how those are going to go, but you... I feel like you have to do it the first year in business just to see what happens and, and how it works for you. Um, so this year we're doing um, a lot less, but um, like I said, we're trying to ramp up our online sales and establish our, our e-com mm-hmm. side of things. So, And you guys have different um, uh, different collections, correct? Yeah. So, so we it's have, not just all sequins. No, we do have some screen prints and we're working on um a kind of a different line coming up not until you know spring of 2018 but in the meantime we're coming up with some different designs and we're trying to do like a a kind of like a mix and diversify that's good and you mentioned you're in some other cities too that you've worked with yeah so we're in a boutique in chicago and um we were in a boutique um in nebraska and um we're starting to possibly do some um some customized orders too so mm-hmm. that's good to do yeah that's become kind of the next level of yeah of wholesale yeah is custom stuff yeah. at least from my rec- my knowledge and more businesses more organizations and more people want customized products yeah yeah we've had a lot of people reach out to us businesses and things like that mm-hmm. to see if we do custom orders and now we're kind of at the point where we can do that so it's been great 
We're talking to Emily Brewer, who's one of the founders of Locally. The website is shoptholocally.com, also blogs at fashioncolumntwins.com. Okay, so what is what has been the biggest kind of surprise uh, so far that you've dealt with uh, since you started this business? What 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 has really kind of surprised you that maybe somebody that's starting a, a company might not realize? Um, honestly, the the amount of work. I mean, the work never ends. It's mm-hmm. just constant. There's always something you know that might go wrong or something that you have to attend to immediately. Um, so there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into it, and um. I think both of us were kind of shocked at how much really goes into, you know, starting a business um, and fulfilling orders. Yeah. Fulfilling orders. I mean, you have to do everything because you guys are doing your own fulfillment. Yes. You're on manufacturing. You're Mm -hmm. working all that out. Uh, You're doing all the social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do everything ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what you have to do at first. Yeah, that's exactly what you have to do. Yeah. Um, So that's been a surprise. Yeah. And, um, manufacturing process what's that been like what's your advice to people who are you know trying to work either find a good uh manufacturer overseas or one in the u.s or i mean that's just a lot of research or what what do you do for Um, that for manufacturing it's yeah it's a def it's difficult when you don't know what you're doing when you first get into it but if you decide to do you know manufacturing overseas there are companies now that kind of work as like liaisons between Mm -hmm. you and the manufacturer which i would highly recommend you going down that route Instead of just do, trying to do it yourself, just going on Al- Alibaba, <laughs> it doesn't always doesn't your, always work that way, right? Um, so, also made in the U.S. I, I would highly recommend you know starting here because um, it's just the communication is a lot better and um, the outcome. I, I know I'm sure it will be a lot better. The product, yeah, and that's becoming more readily available for people. Exactly, like you said, there's now a manufacturer here in Kansas City. Um, so that's awesome. But, you know, like in the 30s and 40s, there was like a fashion district, I believe. Yeah. Garment district I'll here, right? Bring that, let's bring it back. <laughs> it is starting to take some uh, move forward, I think. Yeah, it, a lot it, of the garment-like type stuff. I mean, you're seeing more people manufacturing most of their product here mm-hmm. um, in in the area and in the U.S. Yeah, I definitely I want to see that come back because I think that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But it it's slowly coming back. You guys are doing, or you had been doing some some markdowns and some sales. Yes. And you probably had a lot more work after that, didn't you? Yeah, we had, yeah, we definitely marked down <laughs> some yeah, off-season styles. And that was... Spring sale. Yeah, the spring sale was huge for us. <laughs> it was good. It's yeah. just a lot of orders to fulfill. Yeah. You have to cool. do, Like I said, you have to do everything yourself. Fulfill the orders, all of that. So what, is, what has been a pleasant surprise that you've... Um, encountered what what is actually did you think was going to be harder that's been easier for you guys um well actually the manufacturing process when we first started out and we didn't really know what we were doing it's it was really difficult but then um when you kind of go through that those beginning stages and then you realize oh okay this is how it works Mm -hmm. and then um things just start going a little bit more smoothly than they did before so we're kind of at that point now which i'm i'm Happy Grateful about. for. <laughs> when did you start this company? We started in 2015. Okay, so yeah. you're you're barely in two years. Yeah. So you've you've been profitable. You guys are growing. Yeah. That's a positive. Yes. <laughs> we are, and it's it's just it's been a lot of work, but it's also I think definitely worth it when you're when you have the flexibility of having your own business. It's scary, but it's also awesome. At the so same time. in the in the future, you're looking at uh, new lines. Mm-hmm. And, and and kind of doing other things, right? Yeah, yeah. We're looking to diversify, 
um, you know, people love the sequin design, so we definitely want to keep that, but maybe come up with some different um, variations of that. And also, you know, people still love the screen print. Um, so we're definitely looking into that and some some other things coming up. Mm-hmm. Next That'll year. be exciting. So, yeah. And you're working hard on that. Yes. And again, the website is shoptholocally.com. Uh, they have information about the business. What And we have a minute left in this uh, segment, Emily. What's it like uh, running a company with a family member? It's, it's interesting. <laughs> a twin, especially. One, you guys both have other jobs still. Um, yeah. What's that like? It's got to be ups and downs, right? Oh, yeah. Lots of ups and downs. Um, we, we get through it. But, um, yeah, it's definitely difficult working with a family member because you don't have a filter. But you guys, you guys have the parents that did that, yeah, which parents, makes your viewpoint different than like my viewpoint. Yeah, yeah, we saw our parents build their businesses and they work together, and so I think that's all we know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's not weird for us to do this, but it's we definitely get into some arguments and, and all that. But we get <laughs> healthy over it. arguments. Yes, yeah, so you healthy get over arguments. it, you move on, and you grow the business exactly. Emily Brewer, thanks for coming on the show. The website, again, is shopthelocallead.com. They're also available in many different uh, boutiques throughout Kansas City. Uh, I, it's a great website. I would check it out. Great products if you're looking for a gift for your uh, wife, girlfriend, mother, whatever you need. Uh, they have it at shopthelocallead.com. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. We'll be right back after the break with more Girl Nation. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body. When it drops, Welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me today on 980 AM and as well on GrillNationShow.com. Appreciate you listening as well today via podcast at iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Always great to have you listening in all different areas, whether it's online, on the air, or on podcast. Thanks for joining me again today. You connect with me. My name is Jason Grill at Jason Grill on Twitter. And at Grill Nation Show, I'm also available on social media handles uh, such as Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook at Jason Grill. Appreciate you connecting with me on social media and checking out our photos and all the information about our show. On our next segment, we are going to talk. Uh, we're going to be crossing overseas for this segment. We have a, a caller uh, on the line from Poland today, but she resides in New York City. I think she's uh, goes back and forth, but uh, I'm going to... Say her name is Ava Z from Poetry Unites. Uh, she will pronounce her full name here once we get her on the line, but I didn't want to mess that up. Uh, Ava Z is with Poetry Unites, and she is an acclaimed Polish-born uh, writer and filmmaker. She's the author of numerous essays, short stories, and children's books. In 2006, in collaboration with Belgium-based uh, Events Foundation, she created the series Poetry Unites, bringing everyday people together through poetry. And the reason why uh, Ava is joining us today is because right now uh, Poetry Unites Kansas is going on, and the website is poetryunites.org. But we wanted to have her on today to learn more about her background and also to to talk about Poetry Unites. Ava, welcome to the show. Oh Yes, welcome. And my name is Eva Zadzinska. It's a very <laughs> difficult Polish name. And that, so- is, that is why you say it so clearly that I wanted you to say that. So, Ava, uh, you're calling us today from Poland. Um, 
you're obviously from there. What what is it like uh, over in Poland today? How is it? Actually, it's sunny. It's nice, and I just came to spend Easter with my family because Easter is a big holiday in Poland. So I am trying to to spend this holiday with my family. That's great. That's that's great. Uh, very excited for Easter as well. Um, back here in Kansas City, it's been seventy degrees the last few days and sunny too. So we're we're excited about that. Wow! Wow! No, no. So you are so so you have a nicer weather because we are we are going to have some snow, unfortunately, on Sunday. All of a sudden, so mm. not so good. So, Ava, uh, tell us about your background uh, and how you got involved with uh, poetry. You know, I, I got involved with, with poetry. Uh, I I used to read poetry. I never wrote a poem by myself, but I always liked to read poetry. But but let's say not like you know every day. I I went through different periods in my life. Uh, however, once I saw uh, Robert Pinsky's film about favorite poem, and I saw it in Krakow, uh, Robert Pinsky, who is uh, American poet, came and and he showed a short video about people who are talking about their favorite poem and poetry. And I loved the idea, so I came up to him and I said, could I do a similar project? And he said, oh, of course, of course. And basically that's how it all started. And then a Belgian foundation got interested in this project. Uh, The national TV in Poland took it up. And I started doing these films on poetry lovers. However, a big difference between my approach to this project and Robert Pinsky's is that I am focusing on lives of poetry lovers more than on poetry itself. So it's more like a film uh, profile of a person through poetry. The key is a poem to this person, and, and it works. Uh, very well because I realized that when people talk about poetry, they tend to open up better. They they talk about emotions. And, well, and here I am. I've been doing this for the last 10 years. I've done um, a project in, actually two projects in Germany, many projects in Poland, in Bulgaria, in France. Uh, and in New York State already a year ago, and now, no, ex- excuse me, two years ago, and now Kansas is on my mind. Interesting, interesting. Ava Z is joining us. The website is poetryunites.org. Uh, so, Ava, uh, you did the contest, you, you did the, the work over, you know, all throughout Europe and in New York City. Why did you choose then to come to Kansas to do this? Well, this was uh, like a combination. I, uh, Mark Ulick, who is based in Kansas, he liked the, the project and he liked the idea of doing this in Kansas. And actually, you know, it's, it's funny because 
even though I live in New York City, somehow I met a lot of people born in Kansas who grew up in Kansas. <laughs> and, and I must add something. And here in Warsaw, I am very close with Barbara Whitaker, who was born in Kansas. She grew up in Lawrence. And now I see her every day in Warsaw. So I guess I was meant to do it in Kansas. For some reason, I, I mean, all of a sudden, I know a lot of people from Kansas. That is true. There's a lot of Kansas City or in Kansas folks that uh, moved to New York City at some point in their lives and and live there. Um, and then sometimes they end up staying there and then sometimes they end up coming home. So, yeah, um, that's right. org is the website. And again, this is uh, the contest is in Kansas. Uh, the life, the life of the mind and the heart of America celebrating the power of poetry in the lives of ordinary Kansas. Uh, this contest details are at poetry org. but um, poetry knows no boundaries. And I wanted mm-hmm. to kind of, Kind of give us a, a taste of what uh, what you're looking for in the uh, in the contest here in Kansas, and and what people are are submitting. I mean, this is what I, I am really interested in lives of people, and 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 Kansas is really in a heartland of the U.S. So this will be very interesting to get to know more people from Kansas and to get to know them better. And uh, so far we received uh, very, very interesting entries, but um, I have a news from, from just from yesterday that we decided to extend the deadline till May 15th. So there are still almost six weeks left to write, a po- write an essay on a poem. And also, I really believe that everybody has a favorite poem, but not everybody knows about it. So if you have a favorite poem, please write to us about it. If you don't, try to find one. Mm-hmm. I, I, need to, I need to go back to my old poetry days back in uh, high school and grade school and find some of my my favorites back then. And again, this is a uh, contest and how it works is Poetry Nights Kansas is open to all Kansas residents of every age. And you invite each participant to submit a 600 word essay describing the influence that a specific poem has had in his or her life. Um, and then you're going to have some, you know, you have a, a, a jury of five prominent poets, uh, writers and educators who will choose a group of 10 finalists. Um, tell us how that works. I'm looking at your judges. They're a esteemed group of people. Yes, we, we have um, Edward Hirsch. We have a poet laureate of Kansas, uh, Eric McHenry. And Edward Hirsch is a, a prominent poet uh, who also is a president of the Guggenheim Foundation based in New York. We have Nina Darnton, a writer and novelist. Uh, we have Candice Miller, she's based in Kansas, as award winner writer. And uh, we are looking forward to reading 
your entries. Mm -hmm. And all the judges are on the website again, poetryunites.org, uh, and, and they list. You have a list of all of the judges and uh, their backgrounds. So, what is it about poetry that really captures you, uh, Ava? Um, you know, what what is it about poetry that makes you, that excites you? You know, well, if somebody asks me why to read poetry, I always answer that. You know, poetry in, improves memory, first, first of all. If you memorize a poem when you are in your elementary school, this is a poem that will stay with you through your life. Then also, poetry teaches you to look at the world in a different way. Not to mention that, of course, it improves your vocabulary. Uh, but by the way, Gabriel Marquez, Colombian writer, he used to teach uh, at School of Journalism, and he was telling his students, please read poetry, then, then you will have an original story, original way of seeing the world. Mm -hmm. And well, they say that cats have nine lives, but uh, a poetry reader has two million likes. That's beautiful. Whatever. That's beautiful. Ava Z is joining us with Poetry Unites. Uh, she is the director. The website is poetryunites.org. We'll be right back after the break with more with Ava. You're listening to Grill Nation. Thanks for joining us. And welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill, 980 AM and GrillNationShow.com. Appreciate you listening today and joining us for the entire show today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, again, we're uh, bringing back our last guest. She's calling in from Poland today. Uh, Ava Z is on the line. She is with Poetry Unite. She's the director. PoetryUnites.org is the website. They're also available online uh, via Facebook at Poetry Unites Kansas and at Poetry Unites underscore KS on Twitter. Uh, they have a really cool, exciting event, or excuse me, contest going on here in the heartland of America uh, that is drawing in a lot of great stories uh, that celebrate the power of poetry. And there's a contest going on through May 15th, which we'll get into more. Uh, and we're looking for submissions uh, to that contest today on Grill Nation Show. Um, Ava, welcome back to the show. Uh, you were talking about what what makes and motivates you about poetry, which was so eloquent. Um, what are, again, the particular poems that might have changed the way you think or are the most meaningful to you in your life? You know, actually, I, it's, 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 a, it's a very difficult question for me because I have at least five favorite poems. But, but I really love Elizabeth Bishop. One art. It's about the art of losing in is, isn't hard to master. It's, it's a beautiful poem, and I, I read this probably like 10 years ago, and I fell in love with it. But the most important poem is a poem that, that I read when I was 11, and this was, and you know why it's so important to me. Because this 
poem, I remember in a way what I felt when I read this poem. And this is a certain information about me when I was 10 or 11, maybe 11. It was a quite grown-up poem, and somehow it appealed to me a lot. It was about something that you, that your intentions are good, however you do a horrible thing. And in a way, this is the, the feeling that haunts me till, till now, because it's something which, which I am afraid of. To have good intentions and, and well, and not do the right thing. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. That is that is very uh, introspective. There, I appreciate that. Uh, really want to get into quickly too. Uh, the poetry unites. You conceive this. Uh, it was made possible to bring it to Kansas through the ULIG uh, Group, a Kansas-based high technology publishing company that is committed to advancing the essential public interest in the arts, information, and science. And again, how it works is. This is open to all Kansas residents of every age, and each participant is invited to submit a 600-word essay describing the influence that a specific poem has had on his or her life. Uh, a group of esteemed judges, five prominent poets, writers, and educators, will choose a group of 10 finalists. Three of these finalists will then be selected as subjects of video document uh, documentaries that will be presented at a special gala screenings in Overland Park, Kansas, and in New York City. Uh, so not only is this going to touch Kansas, we're going to be uh, heading up to New York City to uh, join you at your uh, U.S. home, aren't we? <laughs> up in New York City, right, Ava? Yes. Great. Yes, uh, absolutely. And you know what? Uh, may I add something? Sure. You know there is this uh, German, German uh, contemporary poet, Hans Enzensberger, who is well over 80, and he says that in every country, no matter how big, there are 1,354 readers of poetry only. Hmm. So if so, statistically in Kansas, there shouldn't be more than 11 readers of poetry. So I must say that he was wrong about Kansas <laughs> because we received already more entries. Oh, I bet. I bet, yeah, so, that is wrong. But we need more. Yes, oh, yes. Oh, well, uh, I don't know, Jason, if you if you notice on our website that uh, we, everybody who writes an essay and who decides to participate in the contest will receive a book written by Edward Hirsch, How to Read a Poem and Fall in love with poetry, which is a wonderful book, mm -hmm. and we will send to all participants. Just noticing that on your awards and recognition page, uh, also to those who are those, everyone will receive that autographed copy of that book. But if you're selected as a finalist, you'll receive a special commemorative award, and your essay will be published in the contest program that will be presented at the gala screenings. Uh, finalists who are chosen as documentary subjects will receive transportation and lodgings for themselves and a guest to attend the screening in Overland Park. Uh, also, too, I want to mention, Ava, uh, how to participate. Um, 
real briefly again is essay submitted for the contest may be written in any style or form, but the poem described in the essay should be written by a published poet whose work is available to the general public. The essay should touch upon three topics. Uh, Ava, do you want to talk about these three topics or do you want me to uh, share them with our listeners? Well, fine. You are doing a great job and you don't have this heavy accent. (laughs) We 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 love your accent. The essay, oh. <laughs> should, the essay should touch upon three topics. What is your favorite poem? Who wrote, who wrote it? And when did you first read it? Number one. Number two, why is the poem important to you? And number three, what does your day look like? What are your dreams? And how does your chosen poem relate to your life? Truly meaningful uh, questions there and topics. Right, Ava? That's right. Yes. And, and I would love to meet you, you poetry lover, who will write to this essay and will enter the contest. It's beautiful. And the website again is poetryunites.org. Uh, previous winners also too are, are their videos are on the website. If you want to check that out from both New York city and all over the world uh, in, in Germany and in Poland, uh, different places throughout Europe. And, and this is a really exciting that it has, you guys have come to the heartland. Um, how is New York City these days, Ava? Uh, what is it like for you living in New York City? Well, it's, it's fine. I've been living for over 20 years in New York, so I got used to it. And, and well, pe- people read a lot of books there, too. And, and you can buy a lot of books on the street. There are a lot of people selling books. You can get a good book for two dollars or three dollars, so it's nice. It is nice. It's uh, it's always a movement there, and always a lot of things going on, isn't there? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Very great. Again, poetryunites.org. Uh, Ava Z is our guest today on the Grill Nation show, and again, three con- contest finalists will be selected as subjects of video documentaries. And uh, it's going to be a very cool contest. The website, again, is poetryunites.org. Very excited to have Ava joining me today uh, all the way from Poland. Ava, I think you are – this phone call is probably one of our furthest uh, people we've talked to. We've talked to people in England, uh, but you're further away than that. So so there you go. uh, We've set a record here today on the Grill Nation show. Um, I appreciate you coming on the show today, Ava, and I appreciate you – for all that you do with Poetry Unites and for bringing this contest to the heartland and to Kansas. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you, too. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill. Again, check out Poetry Unites at poetryunites.org and connect with me on social media on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. I tweet often about our radio show, and I will share all of our photos and podcasts of our show at grillnationshow.com. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. Thank you.